never seen a lame man walk Never heard a dumb man talk Never seen a blind man see I promise you a pain Never seen a canceled death Never seen all the poor get fed Never seen a prisoner set free I promise you a change Happy, happy birthday. We're so glad you came. Happy, happy birthday from the Big C and Bigger T podcast gang. It's Bigger C's birthday, and he is 46. And if he was really good this year, he might get some pixie sticks. Yeah! Yeah! Happy birthday, buddy. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. Um, it's, like I, it's like, do you really celebrate 46? Well, listen, we do here. We do here. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right? It's a <laughs> it's another day above ground, as old timers would say. <laughs> yeah. And since we're becoming old timers, we gotta start saying junk like that. So you remember, you remember when 30 and 40 felt so old? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, you know, I and mean, now I hear about someone that passed away and they were like 68, and I'm like, oh, they're so young. <laughs> they, so, they're so young. Right. I mean, like we had a guy named Dustin Grocer I worked with at the movie theater in Greensboro. And we I can't remember what we were talking about. We're like, Grocer, you know, how 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 something I can't remember how I came up with like, how old do you want to live to be? He's like, hey, about 50. That seems like a good run. <laughs> Funny thing about Grocer is I'm gonna make fun of him a little bit because and I've I've told him this to his face. He, he would go to, we call them like anime conventions or whatever. Oh, we yeah. call them whoop whoop conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, now everything that they do, no matter what it is, if it's a concert, whatever, you're going to a whoop whoop thing. Yeah. Um, I stole that from them guys. But he would collect samurai swords. Mm. So one day he was cleaning his sword. I didn't know it was a samurai sword. I just knew he was cleaning a sword and he cut his belly. And I go, I said, Gross, there's only funnier than that if you'd been in your English. While you were wearing a Viking helmet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he go, and he goes with all serious, and this is all seriousness. Like he just goes, really Clint, really Clint, a samurai sword with a Viking helmet. Like I was the one being ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. Like we, we, we had a good we had a really good swords. Good show out of it. So I did tell myself for my birthday, like I'm, I'm giving myself, because you know, I've been training hard for some jiu-jitsu tournaments and super fights and stuff like that. By the way, coming off a big win on birthday weekend. I, I did. My last day at 45, I went to, um, I, I went, I went to the jiu-jitsu tournament, the, the Arkansas Open. They do it every year here, a couple times a year in Conway. Um, and uh, my first black belt, turn, first black belt tournament win um here in arkansas i i did good um being uh man the two guys i went against just great guys shane goforth michael wood um just just great guys and, and great grapplers and i i enjoy i always enjoy competing me and goforth are the two big guys in the state of arkansas we always tend to tend to go against each other and yeah. um, that's the same guy i did the super fight against in little rock um so we, we had a good time it, it was it was a lot of fun we 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 were joking about the super fight turning into a sumo match at the end. Yeah. Uh, like, I thought they'd give me them reversals. I'm like, no. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, so, yeah, we, we had a good time. A sumo outfit. But, but I told myself, I'm giving myself today to eat whatever I want. So, I haven't decided what's for supper yet. Mm-hmm. I did go, I did stop at McDonald's and get me three sausage McMuffins. Um, why? Because I can't. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> and then, and then I went and I had I had a uh, lost. We all call it three ponies. Had the Speedy Gonzalez for lunch. I usually go when I go there. I'd always get a chicken pita taco salad, no shell, no tomato. So I didn't even know they had other stuff on the menus. First time I've actually, I usually go. Don't even give me a menu. I know what I'm getting because um, I'm one of them guys that I go to the same place and I get the same thing all the time. Yeah, yeah. 
And so now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm out there exploring a little bit. I ain't decided to make, there's a Wendy's on the way home. There's a McDonald's, of course, Taco Bell. I don't know. Man. I just, I don't, I don't know. What, what do you yeah, think? What do you think? Where, all kinds of choices. Where, what do you recommend, Travis? What do you think I should do? Well, you know, um, you know, if you're wanting just to drive through and get something because you don't want to go sit down somewhere, you know, I'm a, when I go out of town, when I go out of town, I only eat at fast food places I don't have here because in South right. Arkansas, we're kind of limited. So I don't eat at McDonald's, don't eat at Sonic, Taco Bell, because we have those here, right? Right. When I come to Conway, there's a few places I hit. And one of those, because we used to have it and they closed it down about five, six years ago, and I've started missing it, is Arby's. Oh, yeah. And they and they have that. Uh, I did try the Wagyu burger. It's pretty good. And but, they sold out of those like really quick. Yeah, it was pretty good. But um, but man, they got some of those. Sometimes they'll have something like with um, with roast beef and then some brisket and some other stuff with some bourbon uh, uh, sauce on it. Yeah, and it's a pretty much a meat happy. Right. Yeah. Now, now they say it's not on the menu, but you, you go in and you order the meat mountain. It's like 10 bucks and, yeah. they'll, and they'll give it to you. Um, I've never tried it. I haven't either, but, but apparently, well, it's kind of like in and out. They got a secret menu too. It's like you go and order your, your, um, your food animal style. Yeah. Um, and I actually love my burgers from in and out animal style. Of course, yeah. closest with us, Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe they'll maybe they'll put one closer to Arkansas at some point, but yeah. So yeah, yeah. you're close there by IHOP. You might go over there and get you a big breakfast for dinner. Yeah, it's kind of spread or something. Dude, who knows? Uh, the Waffle House. You make a strong case. Which me, you've had a discussion, and we talked about a thing on the podcast last week. Waffle House, best pound for pound restaurant in the country. Pound for pound, best restaurant in the world. Pound for pound. No, no freaking doubt. Just uh, like Dollar General. It's pound for pound the best shopping store in the world. Okay. I've never heard that one. There, there's sure plenty of them. I just may have just made it up. It's like the subway of, of, of stores. Yeah. You know, like, like you got land, you're approved for a franchise. That's right. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's right. Well, Clint, uh so you had a big week, man. The tournament, the you know, you, you get your you get your uh, gold medal of that, and then yeah, birthday. Now the wife's out of town. You're eating. Wife's out of town. That's why. That's why we're talking. That's why I'm probably gonna do a drive through because I'm like, I got yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably just do a drive through again. I gotta go home and let the dogs out. I'm in an undisclosed location right now, hence the black background being blurred out. Don't want people knowing where I'm at. That's right. Um, so, well, I went to. I got back from church camp last week. How was it? Did you have a good time? How was the? How was your sleeping arrangements? The sleeping the beds were horrible. <laughs> no, did you have a twin? Oh yeah, you were, it, it you're a twin bed, and this was a legit size twin. It wasn't the oh here's a twin and a little extra space. Right. It was like when I laid on it, literally, my arms just fell off the side. <laughs> it was that <laughs> when you're wider than the bed. Yeah, it doesn't make for comfortable and then these beds for some reason are like high off the ground in the like i didn't stay they have what they call motel rooms and they're just these little rooms that are pretty much i mean you don't have to stand in line in the back for the shower in the mornings and stuff it's only advantage to it really and you have your own bathroom but the beds are actually i think worse in there than they are the bunk beds in the dorm it's just you don't have 50 people in the dorm with you. And, uh, but anyway, these beds are kind of high off the ground too. So when you barely fit on them, and then you decide to, you're the type that rolls around a little bit when you sleep, you know, you got to worry about, am I going to end up on the ground? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So anyway, but I uh, normally at things like that, I just sleep on my stomach and I don't roll around that way. And I also don't snore as bad. So, Anyway, it was a good week, though. We had a good time. Kids all had a blast. Um, stopped and got us some Cracker Barrel on the way home. Cracker Barrel is delicious. You know, and I had something there. You may have – this is something I think you'd like. 
Well, it takes something healthy and then covers all the health up with other bad stuff. That's that's excellent. I do that a lot with a salad. Yeah. Well, this is grilled grilled chicken breasts. You get two grilled chicken breasts, and you get and they put cheese and bacon and then a maple sauce on top of it, and then mash that with some of their hash brown casserole and some pinto beans. And boy, it was good. It was good stuff. It was a good. You know, the, we, me and you, I think we both frequently get that at Coles. We get the loaded chicken. Yeah, yeah. And that's it's so good. It's so good. Got the bacon. They got the cheese all over. And, and that spicy sauce chicken. that they do. Oh, and their their cheese bacon, their, their cheese and bacon fries or whatever, loaded fries are the best there is because they're those big steak fries. Anyway. Now, I, I think the good news is, is, is you know, when I did Master Worlds, of course, we talked about that. I got food poisoning real bad. and Because I've been just talking junk about it. I was going to go to the Brazilian Steakhouse as soon as I was done competing, and I was going to eat till I got the meat sweats. Yeah. And, of course, that didn't happen for obvious reasons. I, I could not eat. Yeah. Um, so I was like, look, I'm going to walk-offs. I'm going to serve a turf burger. And everybody's like, look, you earned, a pick. You earned, you earned the right to pick today. Yeah, all right. So I got to go. The walk has got the Southern Turf Burger, got the Devils on Horseback. So good. They then, you know, other people were ordering appetizers too. So I got I got a little sampling of like their um their cheese sticks. Of course, I'm not gonna go to walk and get cheese sticks and order it myself because I can get those anywhere. Yeah. They were good. Yeah. Um, they, they they were really good. And then uh, somebody got some fried pickles once again. I'm not going to go to Walk-On's order fried pickles. I can get those anywhere. But somebody goes, did anybody order fried pickles? I'm like, if you get some, I will eat some. I promise you. Yeah. And I sit there and I crush the Surf and Turf Burger, which is what I get there every time now. Uh, Robert and Wesley got me hooked on that thing. Yeah. I might have to try it next time. I hadn't tried it yet. So Yeah. Just, I got it with no no jalapenos. I couldn't, I, I couldn't quite do the jalapenos. But I did uh, just grapple 12 minutes with 200, with uh, two very large individuals. Uh, now, one of the guys that I beat, this is actually a pretty comical story, is um, is, is Shane Goforth, the, the guy that I'm winning against the Super Fight. He likes to do all the divisions. He, he'll, he'll, he'll do, like, multiple divisions. I personally like to do my own division, and that's it. Mm. Because to me, it's like if I go out there against a 180-pound guy and he beats me, <laughs> you just lost to a little guy. Yeah. Even though I know in jiu-jitsu, it doesn't matter. There's different skill sets, and everybody's got different tools in their toolbox. But so I, do, I don't see the reward in it for me because, like, if I beat the guy, okay, you beat a little guy. Yeah. yeah. And they, 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 no one gives you credit for winning the division. Like, like you did what you should have done. Yeah. Um. So I we had a young lady that I'd helped her out. Uh, she brought her car by, and I looked at, I looked at her tires for her. Um, that goes to the gym. And she t- I was like, I didn't, we didn't do anything because nothing needed to be done. But she's, I want to bring some chocolate chip cookies to eat after the tournament just for your birthday and for after for looking at them. So I had this big, so I had, I had this big Ziploc bag of homemade chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. And as soon as I stepped down at the podium, she gave them to me. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Michael, I gave him a cookie. <laughs> so he posted on his Facebook page. And this other group that he added me to is a, it's a big guy grappler group. He goes, he goes, he said, didn't do very well today, but the guy that took first after he kicked my butt gave me a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Hashtag winning. And I posted it in that group. And he, and I, and, and he posted in the group. It's got like 60 locks mm-hmm. and hearts. And so it, yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty cute that, that he's like, it made his day better that I shared with him a chocolate yeah. chip cookie. That's right. So. And that's, you know, a good after match snack. It really was. I felt bad because Shane was going again, and I didn't even comment and said, I would have gave Shane one, but he had to compete again. Probably the last thing he needed was a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. And done. I was ready to leave and go to walk on, so I wasn't going to hang out until he's done just to give him a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Even though the thought did cross my mind. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, Clint, we got a, we've got some things to talk about. Uh, we're going to wrap up the baseball season, but before we do that, I want to talk about something because this is going to lead us into our Holy Snikes moment, okay? Absolutely. Football recruiting is going pretty good right now. Arkansas still is, you know, we're ranked above Georgia in football. Like 10-11 somewhere in there. Was that right, Travis? Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit higher. I mean, it's really good. Now, we're going to go down a little bit, you know, once Georgia and 
Bama start getting all their commitments, but still, we're, we're doing good. Well, we got a couple of big Georgia linemen this last week, and one of those is uh, Ian uh, Gifford. I don't know if I'm saying his last name. G-E-F-F-R-A-R-D. Okay, Gifford. Ian is a big boy, Clint. Large individual. He's 6'6", 350 pounds. Probably more than 350, okay? But a lot of times they'll just round. When you get that big, they just round you off at a number. I remember when I played at Tech, Todd Matthews always weighed, weighed 350 because that's the size the scale would get. Yeah, yeah. They put 350 in the program. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Uh, Ian here. Uh, we're recruiting him as a defensive lineman. He committed to the Hogs, loved it at Arkansas and everything. We're recruiting him as a defensive lineman, okay? Big stopgap guy in the middle. He's being recruited by a lot of other people as an offensive lineman. And from what I understand, Arkansas is keeping that open. They're, they're telling him, look, we're going to give you first shot at D-line, but if that doesn't work out, we're going to move you over to the O-line, which is a guy that size you can imagine. Now, I get on uh, Hog Sports today, and I'm listening to Trey Biddy's po weekly podcast, and he's talking about some recruiting. He has Danny West on there. And Danny starts talking about this guy. And he said when he was on his recruiting trip at Arkansas, he kind of showed out in front of some of the other recruits. What I'm talking about was showing out is a 6'6", 350-pound man doing backflips backflips and handstands in front of all the other recruits. <laughs> that, is, that is insane. I think I, I, I weighed at the tournament, I weighed right at 310, um, which is about, about what I walk around at. But so I think if I tried to do a backflip and I'm – I think I'm just landing on my back. Yeah, I think I think I would. I don't. I don't even think I'd make it far far enough over to break my neck. Well, yeah. I mean, it's if like, I try to backflip, like, I mean, people would be like, no one would say, "Hey, Travis, just try to backflip." Unless I told him I was about to try a backflip, like I would just end up, "Hey, Travis is pretending to be a turtle. <laughs> he's just he's just on his back." <laughs> Travis, for some reason, just laid down on the ground, because that's all it would be if I tried to backflip. No, it would no, it'd be it would be rough. It, it and this dude, Clint, yeah, six six three three fifty, four four star recruit. Am I not correct? I think some yeah four star. They're they're thinking he may have a chance to, you know, get higher rankings as it goes. Are, are you kidding me? <laughs> no, that is impressive, but. Uh, apparently, like, there's a lot of anonymous sources um, out there or anonymous coaches that are doing nothing but raving about the job that Sam Pittman has done in recruiting. Well, and that, and that leads us to a couple of other well, – there's, there's been some other commitments, but I just wanted to pick out – I picked out a couple off the list here recently. Yeah. In the last few days. Another defensive lineman from Georgia, Stephen Johnson – who's more of a typical defensive lineman, okay? He's more of a uh, – like he's he's played a lot more defensive lineman right. than saying he's going to end up in the on offense or anything. 6'3", 330. He had 65 tackles as a nose guard, nose tackle. Ooh. Last year. Well, you know, if you played against the old Greenbrier offense or, or plays were up the gut and up the gut, that's not too hard to do. But this in today's is, offensive, it's, it, that's impressive. And this is big-time Georgia football he's playing in, or, you know, somewhat big-time. And then another one we got committed is Alex Sanford, a linebacker from Oxford, 6'3", 240. When did he commit? Uh, just recently. Okay, Oxford. The last few days um that's a big time i mean that's a that's that's what i'm talking about man that's that's what's making this gonna make this team different is bigger stronger faster players and that's that's 
that's Alabama size right there. They may not be the five-star Alabama recruits, but that's Alabama size for sure. And if our coaches can coach them up and put them in the right positions and put them with some, with some other players, uh, that can be really special. No. And, and, you know, and I can't remember the old defensive line coach's name that him and I think Pittman had a mutual parting of the ways. Is to be on his staff, you have to recruit. Mm. And the amount of the, I would say, a deficiency in recruiting the defensive line department. Um, I mean, I think if the transfer portal wasn't a thing, we would be fine on the offensive line right now. Yeah. Um, we'd be fine at wide receiver, honestly. Yeah. Um, definitely fine at quarterback and running back. Mm. The, the, the even line has been the one area of need where you can say, we got to hit that transfer portal. Yeah. We got to get, we have to hit it. And I think that they're, they're eliminating the need for that yeah. um, with, with, with the current recruiting of that. Now, there was another bit, it's not Arkansas, but there was another big fish that got landed. Were you, were you surprised? Um, a little bit. And of course, you're talking about, uh, we're talking about Arch Manning. Arch Manning. Uh, well, the only thing that surprises me is they have that other stud quarterback from Ohio State. That's you were, yeah. That only played a couple of plays at Ohio State and is now transferred to Texas. That's the only thing that makes me, that had me kind of wondering about that. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's going there because of Sar Sarkeesian's offensive ability and coaching. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a big part of it. And, um, I'm sure maybe to do something different than his his relatives, famous, more famous relatives did. Right. Um, but yeah, I, what, were you shocked about it or what do you think? I, 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 man, you know, you'd heard Texas um, and Alabama and Georgia and Ole Miss. Those were the four that you heard a lot. You know, now Otis Kirk said, and I, I always tie everything back to Arkansas. Otis Kirk said that we that Arkansas signed the best quarterback out there this year for their offense. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't have fit in Arkansas. He needs to get – he would have fit under um, – now, they said he's got better wills than his uncles. Yeah. Um, that he's a much better runner than the – than than Eli and Payton. But he wasn't – he wouldn't be a fit. He, and maybe, like, in Belima's offense, he'd have been a good fit. Mm. Um, so, he's um, – but not for what – not for what Browse do. So I, I was kind of shocked because, you know, he the one thing his uncles did not do in college, and they were phenomenal football players. Mm. Um, we played against both of them. Yeah. Um, had better luck against Eli than we did Peyton, as, as did everybody but Tom Brady. But they um, – but no one's won a national championship. No one's won a Heisman. Where could he have gone and got closer to the national championship? Texas is not back. Um, and if they don't win with him, they may not get back. And and, that, and that's what made me a little surprised that it was Texas. Because there's a lot of what-ifs at Texas. Okay, Texas A&M has a head start on them of being in the SEC and being used to SEC. Texas is – they're going to find out under with Manning at quarterback what it's like to be in the SEC every week. And are they ready for that? Um, you know, I, I really thought he was going to end up at Bama just because. Now, I, Bama did get a commitment from, I think, the number four quarterback in the yeah. number The number two just committed I was just to thinking Miami. the Manning name and Alabama finally come together. You know, you got one at Ole Miss. You got one at or two at Ole Miss, you got one at Tennessee, Bama would finally, you know, have their, you know, and it would be a guaranteed as long as he won the starting job, which he, which is still up in the air no matter where he goes. Right, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Now, Eli, Eli redshirted. Would it be a bizarre thing to see – to see him redshirt? I mean, it would be to me because – I mean, nowadays with the portal and everything, it would be. Yeah, because, I mean, you got to think about it. Like, let's say everything goes the way you want to with yours. Mm. He comes in, wins the starting quarterback job. And first of all, I, this feels gross talking about Texas. I want to stop. Yeah, let's, let's stop. Yeah. Just stop. Arch Manning, I don't wish you well. 
Bad luck to you. <laughs> Horns down. All right, so uh, I'm sorry we went there. I apologize to our listeners and Gabe, super fan. Since we talked last time, Clint, I know we didn't really want to bring it up. Yeah. But the hog baseball team lost out to those Odie, those dirty Ole Miss shark bears, whatever they are. Um, Ole Miss played well. You can't take it. No, and I think that's what it was, is there's two teams that I think played the game the right way. Mm. Um, both of them had hit adversity. And, 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 and what I loved, it came down to winners take all, both aces on the mound. Yeah. It's like the, the coach from Ole Miss said before the game, if you would have told us at the beginning of the season, you would have a chance to go to the to the national championship series. And the only thing, and you would have your ace on the mound, would you take it? Oh, yeah. And I guarantee you, Dave Van Horn would be like, yes. Oh, yeah. The coach at Ole Miss, I'm brain farting on his name. I can't remember either. Yeah. But it, he, was on, he was on thin ice. Mm. And I think people had the feeling he was going to get called in Keith Carter's office and dismissed at the end of the season. Yeah, they were one of the last four teams out. I mean, in yeah. Um, well, now, I'll tell you, Clint. I I said something about it on Twitter. Um, I'm so proud of this baseball team. I am too. I really am. People and I, we said it when Michael Turner was on here, and but man, I've had people talking to me about Arkansas baseball that never would have talked about Arkansas baseball. I had old ladies in my church talking about, do you see that Arkansas baseball game? And they're watching more of them than I was getting a chance to watch because I was busy doing other things. And, you know, I mean, it was just, uh, man, I mean, it was just a fun season, especially toward the end of the season here, you know, and whenever they got into the regionals and super regional and, and all that stuff, you know, I mean, it, the season ended, you know, on a struggle, you know, everybody got fired up for, Hoover and it didn't go do so go so well there for them to come back in those super regional games, man, throwing up them church league softball scores, but playing with passion and with class and, and to win that and then turn around and, and go do as well as they did in the super regional. And then to represent in Omaha so well, you know, um, and this team was just, they're so easy to root for. And I'll tell you, I'm going to miss, uh, you know, at the end of the season, who were the two most popular players on this team, Clint? Michael Turner and Caden Wallace. Well, Michael Turner and maybe, I mean, I, yeah, I love Caden yeah, Wallace. Yeah, Nolan. Lanzilli. Oh, Lanzilli, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the, uh, uh, you know. The he, rental players. The, the rental players, that's right. The two guys that came in, you know, that, um, we're just we're just hogs for a year. But when you talk about this season, you cannot talk about this season without talking about how important those two guys were. There, and who knows what what Leach would have done. And we'll talk more about Leach in a minute. But I don't think they make it to Omaha without Michael Turner. No, or Lanzilli either one. Michael, Michael Turner was a. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned this when we interviewed him, but he, he was, wasn't he regional MVP? Uh, yeah, I, th I think we might have. Yeah, um, we might have. We might have brought yeah, it up. I need to say it again. And yeah. by the way, the only Razorback to make the World Series All Tournament team. Yeah. Michael Turner. Yeah. No, I mean he he sucked, right? Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> What's his name? Uh, according yeah. to one radio radio show host, yeah. What an idiot. Yeah. Well, you know. Anyway. Bob Turner wouldn't talk junk about you, but we will. That's right. <laughs> and so we'll remind folks of what you said. I was arguing with somebody on, I think it was Instagram one time. He goes, you're you're above this. I'm like, no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> not not, I'm not, even, not even close to being above it. So, um, But yeah, Clint, this team though, man, I don't remember. Like I remember getting behind some, you know, we've well, gotten behind some baseball teams over the years. You know, the Benatendi games and, 
that Dallas Kaisel and and all those guys, man. But I don't remember a team like this that where no. the whole state was this. I mean, even the, you know, in eighteen when we went to the to the College World Series, I mean, everybody was behind that team, but it wasn't like this. No, it was people I... that paid a little attention to baseball anyway, and then just focused on it a little more, right? Yeah, well, and I think, and you know, I think what happened was 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 we were all kind of disappointed the way the season was going, mm. and then you know, and it, it was kind of it was we hit a rough patch, and then you know, Ruskin did what Ruskin did, mm. and then I think you know, and the one thing about Arkansas fans when you attack one of our own, when you attack one of our kids, mm. we don't put up with it. No, and I think I think it galvanized the fan base. I think it galvanized the team. Um, I, I would be shocked. Um, and we didn't talk about. It. I'd be shocked if he's ever accepted back on the radio by Arkansas fans. Well, I don't know. He may be back on now. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just, I could be wrong. And who, who knows? And and hopefully he, he realizes the error of what he said and apologizes, and we can all move on. Yeah. And, and maybe he'll be accepted back. He doesn't deserve to lose his career. Right. Um, but that's not for me to decide. I'm not a. I have a, a mediocre podcast that I release once a week. He, they, he's worked for his. So that's right. But yeah, Clint, this, I mean, this was just a special year, man. And a lot of it was these players, just the way they carried themselves, the way they stayed after and signed autographs after every game. Yeah. You'd see stories about them staying 30 minutes after, after losses. Yeah. You know, um, and then, not only that, their activity on social media, thanking the fans like they do on social media, talking about how wonderful our fan base is and press conferences. I mean, this, this was a team that understood that, that there were people behind them. And you know what? They can go out there and they can play this sport at a high level, and they don't have to have great fans. There's, there's lots of kids at other schools that do it. Yeah but it makes it so much funner when you have a great fan base and your family. It really, it's a definitely a lot, a lot more fun. And those guys had fun. And, and, and you they enjoyed it. You, yeah, they, they definitely did. And I felt really after the end of that Ole Miss game was all we could do. Was it Danucci? Is that the kid's name? The pitcher for Ole yeah. Miss? All, I felt like all you could do is take your cap off, tip it to it. I'm like, yeah. he, he, he pitched the game of his life, and his stuff was filthy. Yeah, Connor Nolan pitched a great game, a terrific game. Yeah, he was just a little bit. He he was just a little bit better. Yeah, it was like your it's like your best beat or best. Congratulations, and, and I'm happy for him because what no one mentioned about Ole Miss, and I don't, and and this feels dirty talking about Texas and Ole Miss, but I'm going to anyway. Ole Miss had three seniors that could be in that could be in the minors getting paid right now. And they're like, no, we're gonna come back. Yeah. And you gotta wonder about how in baseball, if NIL, NIL money is gonna change some of that. Yeah. Because let's say, let's say you're Caden Wallace. Okay, and I and Caden Wallace is gonna be a first round pick. First, early second round. Caden Wallace is gone. He's not coming back. He's gonna make some good money. And they're going to pay him to leave Arkansas. They're going to pay him enough money to make it worth his time to leave Arkansas and go start his baseball career. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. But let's say he was a – because what do they have, like 3,000 rounds of the MLB yeah, draft? Something like that. Like, yeah. Like, so let's say he gets drafted in round 45 or 40 or 30, somewhere in there. Like, okay, we'll give you a $200,000 sign. But they may have a deal with a tractor dealership you know, in, in wherever. And he gets to play. When you go to the minor leagues, you don't have fans like you do in Arkansas. Mm. Oh, you don't. You get a whole nother season of experiencing the best fandom in college sports. Yeah. In, in your sport, in baseball. Now, well, Arkansas, in football, we may not be, you know, you can always say, well, you got Tennessee, you got Alabama, you got – Florida, you got Michigan, you got Ohio State, 
you got Notre Dame, you got all these other schools that you can argue their fandoms better than Arkansas. I don't think it is, but you know, I mean, nationally, people that go nationally, they think that, right? In basketball, you can argue Duke and Kentucky and Kansas and some of those with Arkansas. In baseball, Arkansas is that top of the list. Yeah. Of places to put like they're it like everyone else is compared to what we have at bomb and he and you get a chance to stay in that and then you know that minor league deal is still coming that and you can make a little money doing it i think you're right i think that nil is gonna gonna maybe help us keep some players sometime another weird question so i got a marco polo from scott lawson who, who we had as a guest picker a while back, Tennessee fan. Mm. And he said he is convinced after this season that baseball needs to adopt the college football format where they have – where they pick the four teams. Now, after what happened to us last year, mm. what what's your thought? Because Tennessee basically got the Arkansas treatment where they were number one – the defending number one all year long. And then you get put it. So basically, you, it's basically like having this year would be like having a number 12 seed and a number eight seed play for the NCAA tournament. Yeah. What do you think? You, you think you think it's not broke? We shouldn't fix it, or do you think? You know, I'm a I don't like all the changes they you know necessarily they made in football all you know totally. So I'm kind of a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of guy. I mean. Yeah, you like the old BCS model. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, I don't um, – I think you're getting your best fan interaction. You're getting your best attendance at the World Series games and all these regionals and stuff. You're getting your best TV viewage that you've ever had at all those, why would you jack with that? No, because I I can't stand Tennessee. I can't stand Ole Miss. I can't stand Oklahoma. But I caught myself watching into that game Sunday. Yeah. I watched the dog pile. I mean, you know, I just – I did. Um, so, no, I I, I, I I get it. It's easy to be a little butthurt. Yeah. I mean, we were last year. We went through it last year. And I get where he's coming from, but I, I, I think it's the – it's like the NCAA. I, I still stand beside my statement I made on this on this podcast. The best sports weekend of the year is the opening weekend of the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I think the best sports day is the Thursday of the NCAA tournament because you're always going to have something walk up. You're going to have Virginia, Virginia lose to St. Bonaventure or something like that. You have your Ole Miss, the Valpo shot. Um you know, you're always going to have something like that happen, which is just fun. Yeah. And I, and I think is is what a great story it was that, you know, I think, you know, the top three teams in the NCAA tournament, the last three teams standing, or last four, because who was it? No, A&M did, was, was a national seed. But three your, your three last teams playing, none of them were a national seed. Yeah. None of them. I don't think any of them played a home series. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, which, in the final D1 baseball poll, this is D1 baseball, okay? Ole Miss is number one, Oklahoma's number two, Arkansas number three, and A&M number four is the way that the, their standings. Now, there's other people that do standings, and, and like I said, uh, people can be snubbed. Another big Arkansas news um, – Dylan Leach has entered the transfer portal, and I just saw online that he has his destination. Oh, I, I don't even know because I'm, I'm being he is going to be a Missouri Tiger. Oh, wow. Now, I had a, my buddy Adam Sandifer, you know, he, he wasn't a big Leach fan when he got to see him play early in the year. And uh, then Leach had that uh, – against UCA, you know, hit for the cycle. And uh, I was like, well, what did you think about Leach? He said, he said, that proves that's where he should be playing. <laughs> he should be playing against that level 
like UCA. And I was like, well, I don't know. And that's, and that's what I mentioned to Michael Turner when he came on, you know, he came on in a different, in a difficult situation because he's following opens. We talked about this last week. A little yeah. bit. And then Leach was highly touted. And so I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised Leach is leaving, but this also makes me wonder if maybe uh, Van Horn looked at him and said, okay, you're not, you're not quite what we expected. You might want to look for somewhere else. Well, we got another catcher coming in. We're going to try to. And, and I agree. I, I think Pittman talking about the transfer. Well, that game, like I said, being said, he won't turn down the five stars that are in there. Um, he, he, but the transfer portal was was is intended for the kids that were over recruited. Mm-hmm. You know that's what he's saying. You know because we had the the running back that he's at Texas. I think he went to Texas Southern or Texas San Antonio. No, that we had, we had two that transferred. One of them was uh, Traylon Smith. Another one was yeah. I'm brain for his name, and I think he ended up at Texas Southern. And he told the coach. He, he said he went to Pittman's office. He says, Look, I can see the depth chart. I think I can help somebody. Yeah. And he goes, man, that's what the portal's for. You're you're the ideal candidate for the portal. Yeah. He goes, it wasn't the kid that make the make the mistake because if you're a kid with okay talent and you got Sam Pittman and you got you know you got these high D one coaches coming to your house, it's gonna be hard to tell them no. Yeah, for sure. Because you have Texas San Antonio come recruit you, you have Arkansas and Alabama. Who are you gonna say yes to? Yeah. And, and especially, I think, now with the portal, that gives you a chance to take that shot. You can – Arkansas recruit you play baseball, you can take that shot. If it don't work out, okay, I can always go down. Yeah. But you can take that shot. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then, of course, you know, with basketball, things are still going strong. The team is uh, playing, you know, warming up. They're getting better. You know, we talked about a lot about that last week, so we don't have to hit on that much. So I have a crazy question for you today, Clint. And you and I'm curious about this. You told me you had a crazy question for me. Right. You didn't tell me yeah, before the I time. I didn't tell you. So I didn't. I didn't. Well, you know, we try all these different things. We'll ask, you know, desert island and or deserted island or whatever questions. Or and I heard this one. I got to say, I, I heard it on. Um, I think it was ESPN Radio Sunday morning. I was getting ready for church. I listened to the best week ever with the. Uh, uh, Peter Burns, and I think uh, he asked this question. And I thought it was a good one that me and you could could tackle. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Hit me with it. You're kidnapped. You're kidnapped. Okay. Oh. Um, let's you know, like uh, what's that show with Liam Neeson? The movie uh, Taken. Taken. Yeah, that's right. You're taken. And you, but help is coming. The people that are coming to save you is the cast from the last show that you streamed, that you were like, like addicted to streaming, whatever. Oh yeah, my last one that I really that you really got into that you were watching. You know, you watched the whole thing or whatever. Okay, let's do that one. Let's do that one. I thought about the last one you watched. We can do the last one you watched, and then we can do the last one you streamed the whole thing. Like, yeah, you're like, you're like, oh, my life is over. I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. The last one I binge watched, like I, I sit there and I watch, I, I watched the show Barry. I think that was, that's coming to mind. Yeah. Like, I, well, I don't know, man, they mess everything up. I, I think I'd be kind of, I mean, it's like, yeah, I think I'd be, I'd be, uh, I'd be, I'd be in a whole heap of trouble. <laughs> a whole heap of, even now, well, that being said, I, I finished the last episode of Alone this morning. Oh. So I think I'd be okay there. Oh, yeah, because Alone, yeah. Because yeah. that's not really – you're watching this current season, though. Yeah, but I think they can still save me. I think, you know, they got – Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that'd be the last show you watched. Kind right, of. but, yeah, the cast of Barry, Barry, I think I'd be in trouble. Because, you know, they got the Fonz. They got old Arthur Fonzarelli on there. And they got, um, you know, Bill Hader. I'd, just be, I'd be in trouble. Steven Root. Yeah, well, no, but the characters, the actual characters from the show is who we say. Yeah. So the characters they play, that's who would be. Now, Barry could help me out. 
but he, it, it always seems to it never, it's like any show, nothing ever goes to plan. Yeah. Nothing goes to plan. How about yourself? Who's coming to save you? Mine are, mine are pretty interesting. All right, I'm curious. Now, I've been watching, of course, I've been watching Alone. Uh, I've been watching, um, <laughs> I've been watching, of course, these are these are weekly shows that I watch. Uh, you know, um, I've been watching uh, um, the barbecue, uh, the deal with, uh, uh, what's his name, Bobby... Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay. They do the barbecue cook-off thing. Each yeah. Week, whatever. I've been watching that. But anyway, but no, as far as the last show, I just, like, I vegged out and streamed over a weekend was Stranger Things. Okay. I have not watched this last season yet. Okay. So, I, I watched the, you know, the, they did the first half of this last season. So, I watched it the weekend it came out, and I watched the whole thing that weekend. And that was the last one I did that with. Okay. So, that was... That would be an interesting group, you know, because I'm dependent on a bunch of teenagers. They're all teenagers now. They're growing up, right? And I'm, I'm dealing with a bunch of teenagers um, and some other odd characters. Now, it depends on who kidnapped me. If it's some devilish alien Right, underground thing. Then I'm I'm doing pretty good because then Eleven's going to be able to use her powers and and I'm good. If it's anyone else, I'm probably in trouble. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And I'm sitting here. I've been thinking about it because I was like, man, I didn't like because I wasn't prepared at all. So I really had it yeah. processed the last thing. Well, I remember this morning I sit down like the last thing I watched, and this is how just I am screwed. And this is because there's not a cast of characters. So you, we've seen the um, the Joe, uh, the uh, James Corden flying with Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. Where he picks him up because I don't know where we're going. So there's like a thirty minute thing they do, Top Gun flying school. It's on yeah. uh, Paramount Plus. Yeah. So I watched that this morning. So Tom Cruise as Tom Cruise and James Corden as James Corden are coming to save me. That was literally the last thing I watched. Oh man, I'm I'm just like. Uh, but Tom Cruise is sort of a superhero in himself. Right. No, no, I mean, he's Cruise got the Scientology to... stuff and everything, but I think that's okay because he's willing to jump out of planes. He's yeah. doing his own stunts. So as far as actors go, you're dealing with probably one of the best there to yeah. actually get it done because he's not going to – when things get hairy and that guy that's got a gun on you turns the gun on him, he's not going to say – Okay, stand in, body double. You know, <laughs> right now, do they give him his plane because he's flying planes in the last? Does he get to use the plane? I don't know. I don't know. And I no. think that one he took Corden up was one of his own planes. Yeah, no, they were. That that's funny. If y'all haven't watched that, look up oh, uh, yeah. Tom Cruise goes flying with James Corden. The fifteen minute one. There's a few other things in the in the full thing, and he's interviewing him a little bit, and they talk about him. Yeah. His love for flying is kind of fun. Now, now here's my other one, Clint. Oh, go ahead. Here's my other one, and I'm sort of worried about this one because when I thought of this question, because, like, I also have shows that, like, I'll take old TV shows, and they're my, if nothing else is on, I just get those going just to have noise going around the house. I like background noise. Yeah, and so, like, I've done that years. I've done that with The Office, I've done, you know, and it's because they're shows I know so well that I don't have to watch the whole thing because I know what's about to happen. And so I can, like, I can be busy working on something else and just have that going like background music sort of. Right. Yeah. I, I do that a lot with movies. With Seinfeld and with stuff like that. Well, <laughs> lately that's been ER for me. Okay. So my problem is, is those doctors from ER aren't the most heroic people. I mean, George Clooney, you know, he just does his little side smile to the nurses and, and whoever else, and, you know, he gets the girl or whatever. So I'm not, he's not going to save me until I get shot or hurt bad. Right. And then they're going to bring me back to life. So that's my only concern about them coming to get me is it's probably going to be dramatic I'm probably going to get a tracheotomy with a ballpoint pen or something. You know, they're going to have to breathe for me. They're going to have to crack my chest and do internal, you know, uh, 
massage my heart internally. Right. You know, I mean, it's it's gonna get ugly. So, what show do you wish you would have been watching? Like, if you could pick a cast, who would you want to come save you? Um, man, this new season of Alone, I I, prob- I probably should would have said that one. Yeah, that some of those folks, man, are they're good with the bow and arrow, and and there there's some they're they're good. I mean, it's it's a good season. So I started I started watching this show on Netflix called Snowflake Mountain. Mm-hmm. Like I watched like the first five minutes of it. I'm like, I can tell this is fake reality TV. Yeah. Like I've got to, I had to turn it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fake reality TV. But I'm thinking like, um, and I just threw that in there. I like if I could have like if I could have watched Reacher, Jack Reacher. Yeah. With a uh, the one that's a uh, Tad Hamilton or not. Is it Tad Hamilton? What was Tad's name? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm his last name, but Tad from the um, from Blue Mountain States now playing Jack Reacher. Mm. But just because John Cruise played him in the movie, and if you read the books, he's not Tom Cruise is not Jack Reacher at all. Yeah. Um, but just FYI, Travis, I have not read the books. Oh, okay. But I've read an article talking about the books. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm basically an expert. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting question. I, I think um, as far as TV shows go. Um, the A-Team. Now, I have been watching Obi-Wan on uh, on Disney+. And so if I had Obi-Wan, you know, on it, he's going to save Princess Leia as a little kid. And so uh, if I had a Jedi coming to help me, I think I'd be okay. Oh, yeah, yeah you'd be good there. Hey, by the way, you're not a Star Wars guy, are you? I I, I will watch them. I'm not okay. Like I thought, the Mandalorian was okay. Mandalorian is good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big. I'm not a huge fan. I mean, I'll watch them. It always has amazed me. There's a lot of things about the Jedi's that I admire. The thing I admire the most is their ability to put that sword right in front of the bullets. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know how they block bullets yeah. with it? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> that takes skill. That takes some serious skill to be able to knock those bullets away. Sorry, that's just <laughs> one of those things. <laughs> one of those things. Well, Clint, man, happy birthday, dude. Thank you. So happy for you. Yeah, you know I got to get out here and go eat. I don't know. I don't, for some reason, something's telling me I may get the Baconator. I don't know. Yeah, that might be it, dude. That might be it. Um, you know, they have a strawberry frosty now at, at yeah. See, and I'm so weird because I don't, and I may have talked about this on I don't like strawberries. Oh, really? Oh. If I have anything with a hunk of strawberry, I'm not gonna eat it. You give me a strawberry flavored ice cream with no strawberry in it, I'll eat, I'll eat it. Well, that's the way the frosty is. Yeah. Well, I know, so I may like the won't have chunks. Yeah, it'll be just uh for strawberry flavored. So See, I could go to Sonic because I like tater tots. Yeah, yeah. And that's the tough thing is you want to go somewhere that has some kind of good side, right? Yeah. That's the thing about Arby's. I'm not a big curly fry fan. Oh, see, I love curly fries. I'm not a they they I'm not a big fry fan to begin with. Unless right. like I like the steak fries or like if they're uh you know like a good steakhouse fry or something like that. But like I don't like McDonald's fries. I don't like like I don't if I go to McDonald's, I'll get, I just get a sandwich and no fries. Um, yeah. I'll eat tater tots at Sonic, yeah. something like that. But even like, even at a regular sit down restaurant, I usually don't eat all my fries. I'm just not a big fry fan. So I'm just weird like that, I guess. But yeah, man. Hey, and there's always, you're in Conway, dude. You could always do calling something in, get curbside pickup. There you go. Who knows? We'll see. They'll bring it I, out. I'm going to start driving home and I'm going to see what strikes. They'll bring it out in a cool sack and hand it to you in the sack. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Get a stack of food. I may order pizza. Who knows? Hey, you can do that. That's it's not a bad idea. Yeah. All right, man. Well, seriously, uh, have a good one. By the way, I got a little news today. Oh. Uh, I got a call and they um more than likely going to be the radio voice for the Beard and Bears this year. Look out. So that'll be exciting. Do the football games. Uh, we'll see. I don't know if I'm going to be doing it by myself, if they got someone else. But um, whatever happens, I'll be going every Friday night to all their games. 
And I do want to let people know in South, if you're in South Arkansas this weekend, South Arkansas this weekend, the yeah. guy who leads into our show and sends us out of our show each week, Sean Michelle, is doing a show at Mule Kick in El Dorado. Uh, it's a, it's like a venue bar, pizza place, nice place. Um, they do like the brick oven style pizzas, I think there and stuff like that. But Mule Kick and Kick in El Dorado Thursday night. He's going to be there. And then Friday night, he's going to be in Camden at Jacob's Well, which is a new coffee shop there in Camden. Um, so if you like his music, you like what you hear on here, the guy has an awesome live show. He's energetic. He's kind of a mix between blues and rock and and just, just a, a southern rock and whatever else. He's just a... a just it's a one man show, but I promise you, you will get more out of that one man show because he is an energetic entertainer. And plus, he needs help, Clint, because if you hadn't noticed, his shampoo bill is kind of high. Oh, yeah. He's got lots of hair, lots of beard. And I don't know, you know, he's got two kids now. And I don't know how he's affording shampoo right now. I really no, don't. I don't even, um, not, did I tell you about the phone call I got today? No, they were trying to reach me about my car's extended warranty. Oh, really? And they, and they also wanted me to tell you people: like, share, subscribe. That's right. We are everywhere. We are on Telemundo, Farmers Only, Christian Mingle, Plenty of Fish, Tinder, Amazon, Spotify. Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, the YouTube's. If there's an internet, we are on it. That's right. We're also on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. So get on there. Like and share. Let your people know about this podcast. If you're a new listener, we thank you. Be sure and subscribe. Comment on the, on the post. Let us know what you think. What TV shows would be coming to save you if you got kidnapped, taken style? Who would you be looking for? I should have said Andy Griffith because he would have done it and never fired a shot, Clint. Never. And that way we wouldn't need that daggum ER, folks, because they wouldn't be cracking my chest. Gotta love some Andy. Nip it. Nip it in the bud. Sweat. One. Listen, now I know the Lord is near, working my mind.